Oh, how are you? Happy week. Happy day. Look at my shirt. Look at how happy that is. Isn't that fun? Welcome to this week's episode of the Vibecast with Brent Pella. It's a vibe check for the world. This week, uh, my good buddy Jeremiah Watkins stops by. I've known Jeremiah for a while. We've crossed paths over the years a ton of times doing uh, stand-up and, and, and other things and, and most recently crossed paths at the audition week for Wild and Out, which was, uh, they call it the workshops, um, last, I guess a couple months ago in late March, early April of 2022. Um, Jeremiah came out, he was invited out to audition, and we talk about the process and how silly it was, and um, we talk about that, we talk about comedy, improv, we get into impressions, he's hilarious, he's one of the best impressionists uh, any, online, in real life, anywhere that, that you'll see. He's so funny. He um, was also the voice of The Joker, the animated series recently. He did a couple episodes for Cartoon Network, and he's great. Follow him online at Jeremiah Standup. Uh, so we get into all that and so much more, baby. This week's episode, don't skip the ads because these are fun, okay? The shirt is part of the Good Vibe merch project that I just released at Brent Pella dot com slash I don't know something go to brentpella.com you can find it um it's this shirt and it's so much more look at how vibey these this smiley face design is doesn't it just make you happy it just makes me happy this is me uh you know this is, this is how I try to operate at all times it's with this type of vibe speaking of vibe vibe rose is out it is out it is rocking we are rolling vibe rose.com that's vyb ROSE.com. Use promo code VIBRATE with a Y, all capital letters, V-Y-B-R-A-T-E for 30% off because shipping sucks um, due to inflation and uh, shipping wine in the summer and keeping it cold and refrigerated is pricey, unfortunately. So if you are in Texas, Florida, or Arizona, the shipping is a little high. Um, California is also kind of high, but if you live in California, you can afford shipping. And New York coming soon. And then beyond that, um, the rest of the planet and galaxy and universe and multiverse. Super stoked with the reception so far for Vibe. It's a limited release, so get bottles while we have them. And ideally, we will be doing another release next spring. Uh, for now, this is a delicious rosé, and you will dig it. So vibrosé.com. And follow Vibe Rosé um, on Instagram. Uh, also brought to you by Cacao Bliss. Uh, true story. I've been using Cacao Bliss for four years and just started working with them in a sponsorship capacity, which is really cool because I absolutely love the product, the brand, the ethos, the mission, the purpose. It's great. It's got turmeric, MCT oil, raw cacao, um, which is rich, super chocolatey. You put a scoop in your morning smoothie, you put a scoop in your morning coffee, and it makes it taste better and it makes your brain better too. Shop.EarthEchoFoods.com slash Brent for a 15% discount, and uh, you will dig it. I guarantee it. Also, Newtopia, brought to you by Newtopia. Newtopia.com slash Brent. Check out Nootropics. If you've, if you've heard of Nootropics, you're interested in Nootropics, take the survey. They, they do a survey online. You don't have to pay anything. It's just a couple minutes long, and it asks you questions that will help you identify what you want to improve about your cognitive function. So it'll ask you questions to ideally land on the result that, oh, maybe you need help clearing brain fog or procrastinating less or being more creative or more focused. Um, I took it. Uh, I took the survey and they sent me a customized pack uh, and I've been taking them and I love them. I really dig them. You know, uh, uh, with, with a vast majority of them, 
I just pop a pill or two in the morning and it replaces a morning coffee for me sometimes. And it doesn't have any crazy stuff in it. This one has ginger, black pepper, curcumin, uh, grapefruit extract, and a couple of um, nootropics that I looked, I can't pronounce, guarana. Oh, well, guarana seed is, uh, yeah, that's good for you. I know what that is. Uh, check it out, newtopia.com slash Brent. Read through the ingredients, research the ingredients so that you know what you're putting in your body. And if you do, you will like what they're putting in Newtopia because it really has a significant impact. Newtopia.com slash Brent. All right, that's it. Go check out the merch. Go check out the tour. Brentpella.com slash shows for tour dates. I'm all over the map coming up. Uh, I don't know when this is coming out, but July 7th through 9th in D.C., 14 through 16 in Richmond, Virginia. And then in between those dates, in between like the 10th and the 14th, I'm doing Atlanta and a couple places in North Carolina, Raleigh, Charlotte. Um, And then next month in San Diego at the Laugh Factory, San Diego, downtown. Going to be huge. Got to sell that bitch out. So please come out. Tell all your friends. Those shows are going to be epic. Um, And I'm stoked, man. It's a good time. We're having a good time, all right? And I had a great time with Jeremiah Watkins. So please enjoy this episode of the show with my good buddy, Jeremiah Watkins. I remember when I was when I was growing up, playing basketball outdoors was my favorite. I liked playing outdoors more than I liked playing indoors. I loved playing outdoors. Why is that? Just because of the el- natural elements? Remember? Natural elements, but also like that's uh, and one was huge. Yeah, of course. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Of so, so and one. Who made us all travel for years. 100% like carry the ball. <laughs> just like, yeah, this is legal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so and one was like such a massive inspiration for me growing up that like them watching Sebastian Telfair in his documentary. Did you ever see Through the Fire? No. Um, incredible documentary. Um, and it just, it was, I just always wanted to play outdoors Yeah, and I had a hoop right outside. So I would rather do that. And then, uh, uh the, the, uh, scratches you just showed me, oh, yeah, yeah. I was like proud of mine back then. I had like, I think we all were back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Before yeah. We were doing stuff on camera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Before we were yeah. like risking our career yeah, yeah, yeah. by going to the hole. Sure. Yeah. Um, but it was fun, man. Playing, playing outdoor ball and right. one just got a 30 for 30 too. Oh, I'll have to check that out. Yeah. I had uh, one of those glow-in-the-dark basketballs where we would yeah. stay outside as late as we could just shooting this yeah, thing. Yeah, it, it had The only thing was uh, it had a weird bounce to it. Like uh-huh. they hadn't figured out the technology just to make it glow. Right. Like there was like an actual light or something inside of it. You know right, I mean? right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was a weird material too. Right, yeah, it right. was like rubber. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, playing growing up playing outdoors was really fun. But now, so now you you asked if I still play or do runs at all. Yeah, I I would be down, but only if it's like kind of people I know. Like I'm really I get that. There's always about playing with strangers. I now. even played with a group of people who I knew on Tuesday, mm-hmm. and it always is one guy who is taking it seriously in the wrong way. Yeah, you know too I mean? much. Yeah, like I'm 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 very I'm a very very competitive person. Yeah, but. I'm logical in the way where I'm like, I'm not going to be yelling in somebody's face over a call. Right. I'll, I'll, over a pickup <laughs> right, game. You know right. what I mean? Not a I'm, pickup I'm, game. No, I'm just like, no. I'm just like, take it. I'll yeah. the next one. It's <laughs> yeah. not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you really, if you really think that you didn't foul me, like it's your Fine. ball. Fine. Yeah. But I don't call oh, things very often. Why are you in my and face? And my hand is stinging right now yeah. when you slap <laughs> me. But whatever. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, dude. The yeah. comics league we played in was fun. 
Yeah, that was a good cool. Time. Those we, were good guys. I played in. Um, they had a uh, a charity game through uh, through the Netflix festival that uh, I played with Adam Ray and a couple of nice. comics and stuff like that, and that was super fun. Oh, that's it was, killer! It was just comics versus industry, so the stakes weren't high and nobody was yeah. going like crazy. But uh, I still, I think I had, I might have had a double double that that game. No was, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I'm trying to figure out how to get more involved in those in those games. I know it's a lot of like who's who, and yeah. I, I, don't, I don't have a ton of industry like deep ties. Right. But I see these mini celebrity games pop up here and there and they just look so fun. They look amazing. They look I mean, so Adam Ray is the king of, of he's the king of that. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> who he's playing with. It's Dude, he'll get into a celebrity game with, you know, he'll, he'll play 30 celebrity games in a year. It's yeah. like he's on tour. playing yeah, <laughs> Celebrity yeah. basketball. Yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. It's really cool. Uh, my, one of my dreams of all dreams is to play in the NBA celebrity game. During All Star Weekend, I know Adam played. In that. I've wanted to, uh, I've wanted to play a a game with Justin Timberlake and some of those guys. That'd be yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just like, I, I almost just want to be famous just so I can play in that. Like, it's not, I don't even care about awesome. the fame, but it's, just being in that game, it's pretty dope. Yeah, it's pretty dope. I would want to like d up Jack Harlow, but like, like overplay it. Oh yeah, like, way too much. You know, oh, slap yeah. the floor and yell defense of course. as he's coming up. Of course, or do some silly like. Will Ferrell prank or something, yeah. you know, um, <laughs> like have a grandma start wheeling across the key halfway through the game, just tackle her, something silly like that. I That'd think be great. Be yeah. Yeah, dude. So how you been, bro? You good? I'm good, dude. I've been fantastic. My friend. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. We, we, uh, we had a silly time out in, out in Atlanta. You could say that. That was yeah. a silly time. You could say that, my yeah. friend. Did yeah, you, yeah. did you watch the thing that they put out? Yeah. Cause you know what? The I was doc? curious. I was very curious to see how. We imp- since we imp- were improvising for like eight hours a day, I was like, yeah. they could make they could only show my flops the whole time. You know what I mean? Sure. But they luckily like didn't make me look too bad. So I was like, cool. You did know they I mean? did they put some actual like jokes in there that hit? Uh, I got like or some moments. Uh, I had some <laughs> some moments more, more moments than <laughs> than the jokes. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, yeah. I they they left in like one of my jokes that worked. Like yeah, they're like, and some of them learned from their mistakes and yeah. came back the next day. That kind of thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so it showed me like do, doing a good joke after I just like bombed in front of sure. everybody. Uh, yeah, on that first day, it was fun. It was so we were in Atlanta, um, leading up to the last season of Wild and Out. We mm-hmm. did. It was us two plus maybe like ten or twelve other people. Yeah, kind of like vying for spots sure. on the cast. Uh, and there were cuts each day. I wasn't a huge fan of how they did it with the whole name tag thing. I was not, I did not love how they made it into a yeah. reality show, but who knows? That's something. Here's the thing. That is something that just on my past experiences with reality and stuff like that, I probably ha- knowing that it was going to be shot like that. Mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't have even throwing my name in the hat to audition because I'm very yeah. anti-reality. So when we were yeah. there and they're like, this is what's going down. And the way it was being shot, I was like, oh, this is exactly what I don't want to be a part of. of. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that's, I have no interest in that either. Yeah. Unless it's like a reality where I'm pranking someone, right? Or like that's a Sacha Baron Cohen. It's completely you're, different. The, the thing that's different about that is you're in control of the narrative. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes. You're not leaving up to like having 10 questions of interviews being asked right. and then they're taking right. and putting that in at, at a moment that you maybe don't like. Luckily they didn't do that. They were not, they were kind to me with my interviews, but good. 
Yeah. Yeah. I could have like it could have been the edit could have made me look way worse. Way worse. But sure, I was like sure. I was fine with what it was because I was like, no, that's what happened. Like I I the wild style. Yeah. I went for a joke yeah. that they were not into at all. <laughs> <laughs> it bombed really hard. I, I commit. Uh-huh. Fuck yeah, you committed. Uh, yeah, it was of great. Course. Of and course. Then, and then um it that that was like uh, you know the movie it follows yes yes oh my god that Hilarious. followed me into the next day it sure did nobody wanted to mess with me dude. yeah it was you know yeah because the first day you saw me the first day like people were messing fun. with me it yeah, was yeah, fun. yeah 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 <laughs> no there's something silly about there's something yeah. funny about like gay jokes on that show specifically it's um, interesting it's hit or miss i think uh it, i missed it, it was a miss <laughs> I thought it was funny as fuck. Oh, I, dude. Of course, well, I knew you what know, you were doing. You knew what I was doing. Yeah. It was like to make people uncomfortable and yeah, go yeah, for yeah. the joke that none of those guys would have ever right. gone for. Exactly. I was like, exactly. I can do this because you're not going to ever you're touch this. You're not going to do it. Right. But they're like, no, no. Not only do we not do this, we don't touch we don't, that. We don't, we don't touch mess that. With we don't that. want we you don't to want touch it. it. We don't right. want it rubbing off on right, us. We right, don't right. want any of that. Hilarious, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah uh, people can watch it at the Wild Now YouTube channel. <laughs> it's fucking up there. Yeah, I, I drive uh, more traffic to that. Drive maybe. more traffic to that. Um, <laughs> fast forward until you get to Jeremiah's parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So every interview, I don't even know if they kept my interview segments, but every interview I did, I I watch. I watched up until they cut me and uh-huh. i don't think they used any of your interviews yeah because i they was might have around. later on that's what you told me you, yeah. you said that you were kind of joking around the whole time and i think that they just chose the people who were more taking giving, it like, seriously yeah, yeah. yeah which is fine i didn't yeah, yeah. want to be a part of it i I, ta- I said to the producer each day i was like hey if y'all are going to cut me just send me a text yeah yeah, yeah. please I'm not don't gonna, no and it, well that's why i didn't react at all when i got cut yeah i knew I, I just like i laughed and i pointed and i was like ah you know yeah 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 because yeah. it's I knew what they wanted. They wanted the the emotional music, to the swell. Love Island and he's survivor like, Wait, shit. Am right? I, am I right. not? Am I <laughs> Is not my career on? over? Wait, what happens next? <laughs> they didn't keep my answer though. They're like, "So, what's next for you?" Uh huh. What like, was your answer? Oh, I was like, I was like, oh, you know, I'm actually very happy with my career. Uh, <laughs> I said I'm a nationally touring. Yes. I said I'm a nationally touring stand-up comedian. Fuck you yeah. can catch me at the uh, the major comedy clubs in L.A. every Amazing. week. I'm a paid regular at the comedy store. Yep. Uh, I've got. Uh, um, luckily, I've got um, a good podcast following and nice. people who support what, with what I do. So I said I, I think I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. Happens. Good. They didn't keep that. Of course obviously. not. But they, fuck yeah for you. Yeah. Saying oh, it. No, I was just like hell yeah. yeah. Okay. I was just ready. What? I was like, like my career is over now because I didn't get a show. Well, that's the reality aspect that we both don't like that they yeah. were kind of prompting and, and looking for is they were like, are we going to get one of like, they either wanted me to be upset or they mm-hmm. want to be like, you know what? I'm coming back in full force next year. Right, right, I'm right. Gonna, that's I'm what gonna, somebody I'm gonna make else them said. Change your mind. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course and that's fine. That. Yeah. But everybody's different. Yeah, and and I'm I'm glad you have a fucking killer career, so that oh, you didn't have you. to do that. Now I want to ask you this because it's obviously getting cut from this show for you. I would guess is not the biggest deal because you have so many other amazing things going on, and you're just a great person. Um, but when Thank it com- when nice it comes to, to like you know you're welcome when when it comes to like getting no's in what we do we've both probably gotten told no 
Oh, dude. Thousands of times. Thousands, yeah. Yeah. So what does this just kind of add to that? And it just does does it fuel you in any way? Is it just like a eh, that was fun. I tried it. It's and- it's a fuel for sure. My experience was so bad on the on the show though that uh I don't want anything to do with it though. Sure, sure, sure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. That, that's my only thing. So it fuels me in a way of like, you know, it fuels me in a way of like I want to book something bigger now to mm-hmm. kind of like be like, okay. Cool. Yeah. Like that was that, you know, you, you thought your thing, I thought my thing were both right in different ways. You know yeah. I mean? Yeah. 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 For sure. But yeah, that's the only fuel that it gives me is more like, okay, on to the next one. On yeah, to the yeah, next yeah. one. That's yeah. 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 That's kind of how I feel about it. But yeah, yeah, I think dude, as a stand up, I'm used to nose every single night on stage. Totally. Whether it's to individual jokes or, you know, it, luckily it doesn't happen as, as often anymore. I don't like, flat out bomb like I used to. Yeah. I think after you become uh, a comedian who kind of knows what they're doing, I call it gracefully bombing where mm-hmm. the audience knows it wasn't your night, but you are commenting on it and you're aware of it. And, and you, you can know how be to be entertaining and engaging. You know how to dismount. The, exactly. Yes, yeah. It's not like an awkward, like, Ooh, does he know how horrible he right. is right now? You know Dude, what I mean? I've, I, I've had some of those, exact experiences recently yeah. where I'll go to a club that's uh let's say outside my target demographic sure so you know I was just in New Jersey um playing at uh, a comedy club that's in a hotel ballroom like yeah. a meeting room totally cool ran by great people yeah but summer in New Jersey in a hotel ballroom doesn't really attract the ideal amount or type of audience that sure. I'm after uh super grateful for all 12 people who showed up to fill the room of 180. Those 12 were great. But, you know, it was either, it, it, it was either like kind of give up and mess around and like kind of fuck up through the bomb, which is what one of the openers did. Right. Or comment on it and, and try to have the strength to, to craft some type of storyline yeah. throughout the show. And for me, that's straight up commenting on how there's no one fucking here. Right. But I don't care because we're still going to have a good time. I'm not mad at the people that came. You know what I mean? I never penalize the people who actually came out. No way. They're the ones, They're the ones that who deserve the gift. Yeah. yeah. So even if their energy is going to be super low, there's not going to be this like groupthink crowd positivity mentality that sometimes happens when an audience is just really fired up. Mm-hmm. Can't happen with 12 people scattered with t- empty tables in between them. So for me, those types of like potential bombs are now more challenges of how can I create like a different type of show? What this is like an R and B show now, you right? Know? Right. So I'll sometimes when it's that small of a crowd, I'll go extra hard so they know that I'm not giving up because of the size of the crowd. Yeah, you know what I mean. Totally. I'll, I'm totally. compensating like, oh, I'm gonna give you you're gonna the get the best show right. you're ever gonna see. Right. Yeah, and you're gonna you're gonna want to tell this story years later. I yeah. was there when. There was only twelve people in the crowd for Brent, totally you know what I mean? exactly that kind of thing. Exactly, I was a yeah. part of that, and he knocked it out of the park with mm-hmm. every odds against him. That's the mm-hmm. kind of stuff that I like to do. Yeah, yeah, I love that shit. Did you start doing stand up in Kansas City? No, I uh, did it. Uh, I started in Los Angeles in 2010. So okay, yeah, I've been doing it over 12 years now. You started. I started in LA too. Yeah. Did you like starting in LA? Uh, I think it's very, very, very difficult to do. But if yeah. you can do that, I do think that the cream will rise. Like for as sure. far as like that experience, just because it's so difficult. Like yeah. just to get up on mics, just to get people to just pay attention in the room. Where yeah. a lot of the the smaller markets, 
the open mics are like an open mic night where there's 50 to 100 it's like a show. people. You're right. Yeah. You get spoiled in those yeah. markets sometimes, but you might get confidence a little bit faster. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? There's mm-hmm. it's it's either way. For me, like I grew up on the stage, so confidence was never my issue as, cool. as you could see in the wild and out thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I go for it. You yeah. Know fuck I mean? yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, that, that's just, that's just me. Everybody's different. Like as far as like some people are great joke writers, but they have zero stage presence. So maybe somewhere coming up, not in LA or New York might be better for them because mm-hmm. they need a little bit of time to expand their performance skills. Right, like right. Yeah. You you grew up on stage? Yeah, I did. You did like, like theater growing up? Yeah, I did theater, plays, dramas, all that stuff. Oh, so. killer. Yeah, what, yeah. From like what age? Uh, I mean, from like little. like Really? Yeah, like like early grade school to I, I kind of trailed off in uh, towards middle school, like towards the end of middle school. Uh, and that's when I started doing more sketches and short films and like filming my own stuff and making music videos and all that kind of stuff. Awesome. Awesome. What was there like a family influence for you to be on stage or was it like, no, this was weird. Nobody in my family. I mean, my brother and my sister both were in the plays at school as well. Mm -hmm. So maybe I saw my brother doing it and I was like, Oh, I want to do this too. But I think we just were a family that liked enjoying Entertainment, entertainment, and cool. making people laugh and stuff like that. Yeah, so, that's awesome. Because yeah, my mom and dad, they both have just like working class jobs and cool. No, like are n- they, none uh, of my family are. They're in Kansas. Kansas, yeah. cool. Yeah, none of my family are like involved in entertainment. <laughs> <at all>. Yeah, <laughs> neither is mine. My mom had no idea where it came from when I wanted to start doing stuff. Yeah, that's hard when you're starting out and even years into it uh, on certain things, certain milestones for you that you're really mm-hmm. excited about. And yeah, and they don't get it they don't get it at all they're they're being supportive but like they're like but you're like no no but i gotta bring up this person yeah 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 you know little things that are like huge to us totally totally i got bumped by this person and then they brought me up right 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 right. yeah yeah i did five minutes at at fucking the comedy store on at 1 a.m it was great yeah yeah all that stuff i yeah i started out um i did plays in elementary school, they were like the school plays. But then as soon as basketball took over my life, it just straight up took over my life through I, high school and college. I auditioned for, I think there's the musical Anything Goes. That's a musical, Anything I believe. Goes. I don't know what that um, is. I'm, I got a part in it uh, in high school. I auditioned for it and got a part in it. And then I turned it down. I think I just wanted to be like, yeah, I can make it. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah, I could do this. I can do that. You know I could do mean? this. Because like, I wasn't. I was playing more sports in high school uh-huh. and then eventually I started, I got cut from the basketball team and that's when I was like, yo, this is like all signs pointing to focus on shorts and broadcast awesome. and filmmaking and all that stuff. Yeah. So that was like a big, that was a big no that like pushed me in a, in a very positive direction. Cool. Uh, but yeah, after that, like, yeah, it was just one of those things where sometimes it really is blessings in disguise when you're like bummed about something Mm -hmm. and then you're like, okay, this works out. Yeah. This works out. Yep. It gives me a slightly different perspective on what I was doing before and after. hundred percent, dude. I broke my ankle, um, walking onto the UCSB basketball team. And I, so I couldn't play. I was going to red shirt and then maybe play a fourth or a fifth year as like the 12th guy or something. Yeah. Um, and that was junior year of college. Right after I had transferred from Santa Cruz, 
um, which was D3. And mm-hmm. I was super stoked. I had a growth spurt. I gained some muscle. And then broke my ankle, forced myself into uh, the student newspaper, um, which I did in high school too. Yeah. Became sports editor, started doing student films. And if I hadn't broken my ankle and I was still focused on basketball, I don't think I would have developed such an interest for on-camera stuff and producing shoots. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's wild. One one little turn. One little turn. Event. One little leg break or dick yeah. joke can it's wild change your out. whole trajectory. <laughs> <laughs> it's wild and it's out. Yep. <laughs> Jeremiah Watkins, everybody. Front uh, <laughs> battle, ladies and gentlemen. We're live here on Red Show right now. <laughs> Dude, so did you go through Groundlings too? Because all your characters are phenomenal. Everything you oh, do. Oh, thank you, man. In uh, videos and everything. I did. You know what? Um, I did uh, in second. I did all of Second City. I interned there. I did every performance class, every music improv class. Yeah. And at Groundlings, I did the first two levels, and I had, was on the wait list for for however long to get into Writing Lab. Yeah. By the time they called me for Writing Lab, my stand-up touring schedule was too busy. Oh wow! Where like they're yeah. like, okay, so. Um, here's the only option is it's Thursday and Saturday every week. I was oh, like, I was like, no, what? I was like, you don't have like a Monday, Wednesday. They're like, nope. Damn. And I tried again and they're like, uh, okay, we have a Monday, Wednesday. I signed up for it. I was like, awesome. Yeah. They canceled it on us and they're like, okay, so now we're going to do a, another Thursday, Saturday, Saturday. Can you do that oh, one? I'm like, no. no, I can't. Wow. So I was like, I really wanted to do it, but I was like, I think this is the universe telling me like just yeah. go all in with stand up right now, just focus like because I have a tendency to I, I like to do a lot of things yeah but sometimes if you don't balance yourself you're spreading yourself way too thin way too thin so I think that was one of those signs where I was like you know what I gotta focus on stand up and getting good at that mm-hmm. and like becoming like actually a good headliner like yeah like because I was starting to basically like around that time like when I was on the wait list. I started like featuring like really consistently for cool. different comics and stuff on the road. And I was yeah. like, I can't, I like, I literally can't pass up this money right now. And I can't, I'll be missing. You can only miss, I think one or two classes for the entire session. Yeah. And then that's then they it. They boot you. They boot you. Yeah. And I was like, quick, I looked at my, keep your money too. I, I know. I looked at my calendar. I was like, this is literally impossible. Yeah. I'm going to miss for sure. So I was like, 100%. I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Was it fun though? Those first couple classes, those first two couple levels. I know they were introductory, but did that yeah. help like inform your acting and your character building? Uh, I think I respect uh, the way that Groundlings does things. Uh, I think that I'm grateful that I did Second City first before going there. I think that mm-hmm. it may have like by going to Second City and doing some stand up and then going to Groundlings like third out of those things. Yeah. I think that that was for me personally, I think everybody's different. I think that that is a good way of how I was shaped as a comic. I think that had I done some of those in different order, it mm-hmm. could have been bad for me. Yep. I get that because I did stand up in UCB before Groundlings. Now, was it hard for you to rewire your brain into Groundlings? Because it's a di- it's so different from like what like Way Second City and stuff like that. Just yeah. the, the the approach and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Was it hard for you to kind of? It get was. Past that? It yeah. was a challenge. the The easy part of it was that I tend to go bigger and crazier with character stuff 
already like on stage so that was like the easy put now at ucb they were saying like yo just kind of be more of yourself right yeah, yeah, yeah. at ground like, what are you talking about this is me yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, come on hey mike yeah, come, come on, on mike you know no 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 cheerio <laughs> and then at groundlings they were like uh yeah great start but now let's work on the fundamentals of your scene work and so, your, like, the mechanisms of the show this is what they told me this is what one teacher told me at groundlings uh because they say play everything to a 10 there. Right. So yeah, I would play everything to a 10. And he pulled me aside. He goes, Jeremiah, your 10 is not even on our scale. <laughs> he goes, Hilarious. whatever you just did, he goes, dial it down to your six. <laughs> and I go, okay. Okay, cool. Oh, well, what do you remember what it was? Oh, I mean, I, they were just like, play everything to a 10. Yeah. I was like, I got your 10 for you. Do you remember? I, yeah. Do you remember any of your like craziest bits that, that were just kind of like high energy and insane or maybe like too much? No, but I mean, speaking of, uh, I, I did this, uh, audition years ago. Do you remember a show called disaster date? Yeah. It sounds familiar. It was an MTV show from back in the day. It was like a prank, day. pranking prank whoever's on the date. Yeah. So basically their friend, uh, like unknowingly get set up on a blind date with an unsuspecting character, that kind uh -huh. of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was auditioning yeah. to be one of the character actors. On that oh, show. that's cool. It was, dude. It was Fuck, actually that I would be so fun. I think Fahim was on it back in the day. Oh, he'd be so good. I mean, yeah. yeah. So they would set up these people to go on these dates, mm -hmm. and they would show up. And at first, it starts off kind of low key, but then there's like maybe a, a quirk that they start like they start doing like weird yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, but I. <laughs> I went so big at that audition where like I they they're like bring in three characters. I was like, oh maybe Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so yeah. like I brought in and I was like, Hi, my name is Charlie. <laughs> oh my <laughs> so god. Like, so I'm like, I work at a cigarette factory. <laughs> like I I fought in Vietnam. And like all this stuff and they're like, uh -huh. like this, they need to believe that this is a real person. <laughs> And not a cartoon and not a cartoon. Yeah. And I like, I was just like, mm, all right, whatever. <laughs> Years later, the casting associate or director literally saw me at like some Hollywood event or whatever. And she goes, sorry. Um, is your name Jeremiah? I go, yeah. She goes, did you audition for a show called disaster date? This would have been a long time ago. Uh -huh. I go, yeah. She goes, I never forgot your audition. Oh my God. <laughs> That's so funny, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. But you didn't get the show. Oh no. Oh. No, no, no. Fuck. But she's just like, I never forgot that. That's just so cause, funny. Dude, Cause I guarantee you the other people that were coming in. Were, yeah. Were, were so way more grounded. Key. Yeah. It's like, hi, my name's Bill. Hey, and, my you know, Bill, I work yeah. in accounting mm -hmm. and, uh, and, uh, you know, more right, stuff, like, stuff that. like that. Yeah. More quirks. Yeah. Than character Less, kind of stuff. Yes, I was going on like I was thinking they you're were a put, pirate. <laughs> you're, I was thinking they were going to put me in prostitution. Right, right, right. And right, that right, was going right. to be the prank. And yeah. I was like, well, we just have different prank shows in mind. <laughs> because, yeah. dude, to be yeah. set up on on a on a blind date with somebody who walks out with a peg leg is like, yar. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking That's, insane. I love that. show. I mean, that would be hilarious. That show would still be on to this. Yeah, because you just keep playing it, and right. they think it's real. Yeah, and eventually they're like, oh shit, I guess there's no cameras here. This is real. Right. And you're just going on about trying to find the booty. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. would be hilarious. Um, I had a couple characters at Groundlings that they said were just like way too much. One was. Uh, for a monologue, I ran out from the back. My shirt was all torn up, and I had fake blood and feathers all over me. 
and I had just um, murdered an owl who had been terrorizing my family. And I was coming out to tell my neighbor about it and like bragging about how I'm the owl king now. I think the first line was like, ah no more owls here. And that was it. And then it would just go, but it started so high yeah, that where there's really go? no way to heighten it. Yeah. And I think the owl ended up coming back alive and somebody threw it out. It was too much. It right. was too, but it was like, it was one of those things where she was like, yeah, you can probably like, that's where you want to end. You started where you want to end. Right. 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 So work yourself back. Did you ever do that. that at one of the lab shows or anything uh, like that? It, it got cut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they, you, did you do like before your final, cause how many, how many shows is it before your, your final lab show? So we did, that was for like a writer's lab thing. And yeah. they, I did another one that was like a dad at the grill. It was just like a typical, yeah. you know, dad. Um, and they chose that one. That's what they wanted for the show. Well, yeah, it was something course. about a dad, was some bullshit dad character. That's the only thing about like with, you know, you have to accept when you are on somebody else's show. Yeah. You're playing by their rules. Yeah. Yep. And that's something that over the years I will fit on certain things, mm-hmm. but sometimes I'm like, this isn't me because like it would be forcing me to do something too much. That is not me. Right. The One of the main right. things that they told me, like when we were doing that casting workshop, when mm-hmm. I was like, this isn't a good sign for me is like, I did something high energy and they, they told me to redo it, but with almost no energy. And I was like, this is literally not what I do. At That's all. not me. Right. And they're like, and they yeah. started laughing at that version. I was like, this is literally, this is not what I do on stage. This is not me as a person. Yep. And I was like, this is not a good sign. Yep. 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 Well, but good they, for you for knowing have, yourself, but they have an idea. They have an idea of what they want. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's somebody else's show. Like right. I said, it's like, I get that. They're they looking have for a, a vision. piece that'll fit in. Right. Yeah. And I was, uh, <laughs> and sometimes you're just got too many I, limbs. I got octopus limbs over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, yeah. so, so do you, what do you do for like your creative health? Like you to stay, like creative, mentally healthy, spiritually healthy. Do you, do you have any practices that you do to stay fresh and not start kind of like losing yourself in a way? I mean, we all go through peaks and valleys with our writing and our, our creativity and, and whether it's a bit or a video. Um, but do you have any practices that you kind of implement to stay on top of yourself? Uh, I think one of the biggest grounding factors and first was, like just my relationship with my wife is a huge grounding factor of just being with someone who understands what I'm going through, but isn't trying to do it herself. Mm. And she is a great checks and balances for me as far as like, she'll just tell me flat out, like you got to chill. Yeah. You know, you need, you need to take a break kind of thing. And then, uh, I have a son now, which that's another really grounding factor where, it's like when I play with him and I'm just, you know, it's just an audience of one. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's just he and I locked in together. Yeah. Whether it's, you know, he's got a little basketball goal now that we're shooting or whatever. Uh, or he's obsessed with garbage trucks right now. Taking cool. him out to look at garbage trucks. <laughs> that kind of stuff, the family stuff for me is, is something that helps ground me and reset me tremendously. And then stuff like basketball and I love playing pool, uh, just stuff oh, that, cool. that has nothing to do with comedy just yeah. to kind of clear my mind. Yep. And then, uh, I, I definitely like pray at the end of the night and that kind of thing. I'm still, I consider myself like a, uh, uh, a spiritual person. Do you, you pray? Did you grow up religious? 
Yeah, very religious. Really? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, Christian? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Catholic? Christian? Yeah, yeah. Cool. And and do you still go to church? Do you... That's why I say I'm spiritual, because okay. if I was a devout... Devout You know Christian? what I mean? Yep. Like, I would be reading the Bible, I'd be going to church, mm-hmm. and I'm very L.A. about that now, where I'm like, sure, I believe in God still. Yeah. I still pray to him, but yeah. I'm not... I don't go down the list of the check marks. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Are you, do you feel like your son will grow up kind of with that mentality more so than I'm going to be way more hands off with, um, what he decides to believe. Cool. Um, because I'm grateful for my upbringing, but it was, it was very strict. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it was yeah. like, I was forced to go to church at times when I didn't want to. And that's, that's, you don't want to be there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Like you don't want, I don't want to do that ever where I'm forcing something upon my kid that I'm like, I just, I don't want to go to this thing. I don't, right. I'm not, cause we would go like three times a week. You know oh, what I mean? Wow. Yeah. So like, okay. By the time Sunday night rolled around, I'm like, can we not go do this? Back or can we sleep in on Sunday? Yeah. Like, so yeah, what time were you waking up for church? Eight or 9am on Sunday. So yeah. as a kid, like, you know, I don't think God wants you just want to, <laughs> yeah. You God wanna, wants you, you to sleep in. in. Yeah. That's yeah. I mean, that's what you, you know, rationalize. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my God, he's chill. He's my chill God's God. chill. You know what I mean? Dude? My God is down like, for Sunday morning cartoons. My God lets me sleep in. <laughs> <laughs> what if, it, if God was chill, what would he be? He would be, he would wear beaded bracelets for sure. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. He would think mushrooms, probably are a crystal chill. right around the Absolutely neck. have a crystal yeah, yeah. Himalayan salt lamp and every he probably have a Tamagotchi like on a belt loop. Oh, so cool, dude. Right? So sick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He would have uh, definitely an original Pikachu card. Oh, um, of course. In the laminate folder binder thing. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he would have a $100 gift card to the Scholastic Book Fair that he's going to share with his boys because <laughs> he's super cool like that. Right. Well, he's got a lot of wisdom he's got to pass on. So, yeah. Bibles for everybody. Bibles for everybody. Bibles on me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, the the family aspect is really cool. Uh, your wife doesn't work in entertainment. No, she's a social and emotional learning specialist at um, at a charter school where she teaches kids um, on and off the spectrum uh, improv to help their social skills. Whoa, improv specifically. Yeah, that's so cool. Specifically improv, and we met at the Second City. Oh, nice. Yeah. So okay, so she, so took, she gets she, she understands gets, the world, and yeah. she's outside of the world. Yeah, that's pretty dope. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, she's definitely like definitely grounds me like a thousand percent yeah yeah that's awesome um because you know one of the biggest things i struggle with is the self-questioning self-doubt just constantly i mean i think you know it's so funny like i called my wife right after that wild mountain night and i go i think i'm gonna get cut over one joke i told yeah i called her i was like i was like i think this is gonna happen i said we'll see if i can delete how they looked at me that first day. Mm-hmm. But the second day I said something else and I go, why are you? I literally asked one of the producers, like, why are you looking at me like that? He goes, <laughs> he goes, cause I can't trust what, what you're about yeah, to say remember, coming yeah. out of your mouth. And I go, Oh, I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> you can't trust me on the second day. You're giving me no slack here. Yeah. You're not pulling me aside and saying, Hey, you're a professional comic that can take notes. This is a big note. Don't do what you did yesterday. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That was the only thing about like, like that was like stressed in the workshop, but like, this Mm -hmm. is about respect. I was like, I'm asking for a little bit of respect back by you giving me a constructive note. Just being like, Hey, that thing that you did, 
don't go anywhere near that. That wasn't funny <laughs> yeah. to us. Mm -hmm. You're going to get cut if you do that. But it's more like, oh, he has leprosy now. Right, right. He's unaware. And yeah, I'm, like, I'm I don't aware think that. Yeah. that you guys hated that. Yeah. Uh, you're over a decade in comedy. I get it. You understand. Yeah. I didn't come straight from TikTok. Right. All right. right. <laughs> all the TikTokers got cut. They all got oh, cut. Yeah, but they, they stayed longer than your boy. Woo! <laughs> 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 That's okay. They didn't take a risk, dude. Hey, I'm all about risk. risk, baby. All about risk, dude. Are yeah. you big on the TikToks? Are you doing a lot of TikTok stuff lately? I'm trying to get more into it because, you know, people who are do well on TikTok, they do move tickets on the road and stuff. It's Man, just, it's crazy. I'm trying. It's a different I'm trying, game, dude. dude. It's, it's so different. Yeah. You know, I grew up, uh, we're similar in age. Yeah. So we're similar in probably our influences that we had growing up. For me, it was growing up with a single mom watching SNL every weekend. Yeah, man. Uh, in the era of Will Ferrell, so like right, she would she got me into Chris Farley and Jim Carrey right away. Yeah, but I was I was locked into SNL when Will Ferrell was in his prime on sure. that show, like late nineties, and I was growing and up. You know, like he was very hated his first. Uh, couple he was. Seasons. Yeah, yeah. People yeah. didn't get his humor at all. No. Do you remember the sketch? Or you're probably an SNL nerd. I'm yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you remember the sketch where he's the office boss and he keeps being like super violent toward people in the office? If not, I'm going to show it to you after. Yeah, I'm trying to. Yeah. So he comes out and every time somebody does something like slightly wrong, he... he explodes. Oh, I can't so remember if I've seen this or not. There's one where somebody like printed out a document wrong. It was it was Chris Kattan or something. He's like, yeah. ah, sorry about that. I'll just I'll go print it again. And Will Ferrell goes like, oh, huh. No worries. I just didn't know you were so absolutely fucking terrible at your job. And then he just like builds and builds. And there's a line where uh, it, it was, um, I oh man, I think Parnell said something to him and, and Will Ferrell just explodes. And he goes like, what? Are you fucking kidding me? I'm this close to raping you. And it made air. That was like in the sketch. Yeah. And at the time it was fucking hilarious. Yeah. You'll never see a joke like that no. on air again now. But that's the type of like huge, crazy energy that really inspired me. And then after that was uh, the Lonely Island guys and all the like short form digital sketches that they did. And all of that got like ingrained in me in a way sure. that now it's like hard for me to think of a 60 second TikTok. And you know, I'm really trying to change you know the hardest thing. My thought and process. honestly, I don't. One thing that's going on right now with the short form that I actually don't think is good uh, for stand-up is you're getting a payoff in under 60 seconds. Yeah. that's Some people can do that with one-liners or whatever. Yeah. Or you have to cut the crap out of your video to fit that in like a reel or a mm -hmm. TikTok. Mm -hmm. But that's not the art form of stand-up. Right. Like a lot of the stuff that like... I will, I film most of my sets. There's like a lot of great moments over the weekend that happen that are like yeah. improvised or riffing off of something with the crowd. But yeah. like, it's a three to four minute thing. It's a piece. Yeah. It's not it's just like you need context. Right. And it's right. really, the difference is uh, what I've been trying to, to learn over the years of, of doing this is like, how can you create context for something in a short amount of time to fit into 60 seconds when it was in actuality, something mm -hmm. that was 
minutes. twice yeah. and it was minutes as long. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a weird game. It's weird. It's really tough. Um, especially, but but you see these stand up clips just exploding. I know they're exploding. Yeah. And so now I'm changing my. I'm starting to tape all my sets too, and I'm starting to do more crowd work because I don't want to burn a ton of material yet. I know that's that's the other that, part that, of it. That's another weird thing about like uh, with social media is is now people are doing crowd like there's so many comics who are doing crowd work as clips now where like it's eventually or maybe already is oversaturated where, yeah do you know what i mean yeah. where online like in the feed like a couple years ago when i would post clips people would be excited to see crowd work because there wasn't many comics posting that kind of stuff right sure so now it's like there's so many comics posting it where i'm like oh i gotta get to these jokes fast or fast. yeah scrolling yeah. on to the next one yep yeah it's totally crazy. it's crazy i'm uh, so crowd work is big and then like location specific jokes um if i'm in a new city i'm, I'm trying to do that it's, i feel like it's almost like writing a single for a musician if you can write a 60 second bit about like a, a look wherever the new city is that you're at that week that you're not going to do in all your sets and you can mm-hmm. put that out. That, that feels a little unique to me. So I'm, I'm trying to do that more too. I'm trying to blend it into the, yeah, to the bigger into content. That, into universe, that, feed, dude. that that content machine. Content that machine, is dude. Yeah, dude. What, uh, uh, what about your impression game, bro? You do so many impressions. I do a decent amount of impressions. It's really yeah. fun to see your impressions. Yeah. Who, you, did, who, you got some great ones. Mine are fun. They're, it's a good time. <laughs> who, who, who are the ones you you've been doing lately that you really dig? Um, you know, one that is just so like, it's so dumb that like, that I, I stumbled upon that somebody's like, do you do an Adrian Brody? And it's literally oh, because I have a huge nose. Hilarious. But I'm like, I should. Absolutely. I should, should. have yeah, that yeah. in my back pocket. Have you been doing it? I've been working on it a little bit. Yeah. Where he's, he very much just talks like this, where mm-hmm. it's almost <laughs> just very nasally. Um, have you seen winning time? Have you seen that show? Yeah. 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 Yeah, <laughs> uh, we gotta win. That's good. Uh, you know, it's that kind of. Speaking kinda... of winning time, I've been trying to do John C. Riley lately. Ah, uh, <laughs> like, hey, hey man. Yeah, 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 for sure. What are you, you guys going out tonight? <laughs> <laughs> it makes me laugh. This voice is just so like he's always kind of, kind of a, talking like kind of in here. Oh yeah. Hey, wait, wait a minute. Wait. Hey, you guys. You gotta go to tip off, and then we're gonna go to steakhouse after. <laughs> have you have you seen Winning Time? I've seen Dude, the first couple episodes. Yeah, Doctor Bus, man, Dr. he Buss. is such a good character in that. Crazy, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's probably exactly how he was too. Right. Yeah. I mean, I love I love like doing um, a lot of Harry Potter stuff. There's a lot of like a lot classic. of Harry Potter stuff. Dude, I, I love mean, Harry Potter, bro. Yeah. What Harry Potter stuff are you doing? I just mean, silly stuff. I just I have like a Snape impression that I do and different stuff like that. Oh, cool! Like, Very good to be here, <laughs> Brent Bella, on your show. Fantastic, isn't it? Looking outside the window, I realize it's much more bright than I'd like it to be. <laughs> Wouldn't you say that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it feels like it's pretty hot outside. Mr. Riley, <laughs> I suppose. What house have you been sorted into? Uh, I was thinking about going to the House of Pancakes later. They got a good brunch buffet. That is not a house in Hogwarts. Mm. 
I don't know. Uh, hey, Will. Will. You know this guy? Come on. Who's this guy with the hair? He's got grease coming out of his nostrils. He's got greasy nostrils. Hello there, boy. <laughs> Voldemort? Who's that? Not Voldemort. Dude, Harry Potter was my childhood. Oh, yeah. It was that a lot was of our so films. my childhood. I'm yeah. trying to write a, a video right now that's like how bros talk about Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. And they're just all broing out about it. Oh, yeah. Those are fun to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love Harry Potter. Uh, what? You what? Hufflepuff? Uh, what are you, bro? You Hufflepuff, dude? What do you, hey. I'm not a fucking hey. Hufflepuff, dude. You're hey. right, dude. Hey, I don't identify as Hufflepuff, even though no, that's what the, what the sorting hat put me into, dude. No, bro. I'm not. You, you can put me in Hufflepuff, bro. I'm Ravenclaw until I die, dude. Okay. Hell yeah, dude. Straight up. I got freaking claws, bro. I'll claw your ass right now, dude. I mean, I don't think that's a constituent of like being a part of Ravenclaw, bro, don't but you, I respect Don't use it, words that don't exist with me, dude. You can't I just mean, make up freaking words like constituent. Oh, uh, yeah. It's a constitutional right. Dude. dude, a confrontational, a comf- confrontational right. Yeah, it's confrontational yeah, it's right. Confrontational right for us. Right. Us. Yeah, I'm down for confrontations, dude. Okay. Those, yeah. I guess we agree to disagree. We'll agree to disagree, then, dude. Okay. Cool. I'm freaking blast your ass with a wand, bro. Okay, and I expect you to we'll blast your ass without a wand, bro. Okay, great. Shit. I'll levitate you right now. Sounds good, bro. Guardian Leviosa, bro. Guard- hey, don't be directing spells at me, dog. No, I'm just saying, dude. Nah, dog. Avocadava, you freaking dead. Avocadava, dude. dude. Yeah. Avocado. I'll avocado, avocado all day, dude. Right avocado, now, yeah. dude. I'll eat avocado out of your avocado ass right toast, now, dude. dude. Yeah, Whoa, sorry. hey, bro. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe we should write that. Yeah, shit. yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, hilarious. Yeah. Um, what uh, what other impressions are you doing lately? Uh, and and I ask that because you know I see a lot of people online. Impressions are huge online now. Like anybody. There's well, that, random the kids like, doing I, impressions. I never, I never post uh, impressions, and maybe I, I should be. It's one of those things where maybe I should just be randomly trying to post that kind of stuff and seeing what yeah. takes off. It's it's like it's such a giant dartboard on TikTok and Instagram. So where huge. You're just like, you just throw some maybe shit this and see works. what happens. Yeah. Um, uh, there's a band. There's a newer one. Um, uh, you know, uh, Munaskin. Do you mm-hmm. know that band? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's like you got a Munaskin. I'm begging, begging you. Oh yeah, yeah. To put your loving hands out, baby. <laughs> yeah. I wanna be your slave. I wanna be your master. <laughs> yeah, kinda, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's great. Yeah. yeah, that's like the new pop punk. Yeah, that screaming kind of. Yeah, angsty yeah. like. Begging, begging you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because I see so many people just throwing up these impressions that'll just go crazy mad viral. Right. And and I feel like I need to start doing that too because I don't put out a ton. My All my stuff is like, I got to get a cameraman over here. We got to edit it. But I think I got to start. And I, I think, think maybe I, you too, just I, I, I'm selfie all, style. Yeah, I'm all about kind of highly produced stuff. And I'm like, maybe that's not... I don't think it's working it's anymore. Crazy. It's crazy. I got to like Cause, read... Because I... You know, all your stuff is very well edited. It's very well cut and everything. And like, then I see something like I'll sometimes throw up an Instagram reel, no captions, no whatever. It's me yeah. just being stupid, and yeah. it gets as much as a sketch that I spent hours, hours on and producing money. and like money yeah. and different stuff like that. Where I'm yeah. like, yeah, maybe it's just moving in a different. Maybe way. you could just get the idea across as simply as possible. Yeah, and that's what's starting yeah. to hit because yeah. you know, i i see these people doing like the joe biden impressions trump impressions are still super popular from kids that aren't comedians i still i still feel like i have one of the better trump impressions and i know that it's, you do have a good trump i know it's one a of lot of people things. do trump but yours is up there thank you yeah uh but 
You've got a good Biden, though. Thanks, bro. My Biden. I like your Biden. My Biden started Southern for some reason. Like the first time I ever did Biden, he had this like, it was kind of Southern. He was almost in here. Right. Um, so I had to like tweak it. Yeah. And then I saw James Austin Johnson's Biden on mm-hmm. SNL. He does a great Biden. Yeah. Um, Austin Nasso does a really good Biden too. Okay. Yeah. I think I'm like fourth in line as far as Biden's. Going. All right. Yeah. All right. But it's fun. Yeah. It's cool. It's, you know, Dana Carvey said something about a Joe Biden doing a Joe Biden impression. Cause when I was first starting to try and work on a Biden, um, I didn't want to like be too mean cause I know he has a speech impediment. You know, he has a, he has a stutter. Yeah, he has yeah. like an actual stutter, but also you can't skip that if it's part of the person. It's part of their, you know, it's who they are. Fiber, it's part yeah. of their, yeah, it, it is their energy. It's their DNA. So, um, that, that was fun. I did this video called Joe Biden loves sandwiches mm-hmm. and it was just, it was like this trippy kind of Tim and Eric style edit of him just talking about sandwiches. I don't know. get a sandwich for everybody. If you like to put potatoes on your sandwich, I'll call my turtle friend. He'll come get you a little turtle. What kind of sandwiches are we talking? Hey, it doesn't matter. You can want a sandwich. I'll put a sandwich in between two pieces of bread. I would, just, bread I would, I would love to hear what kind of sandwiches we're talking about. Well, it depends on if you can. If you want a sandwich, we're going to build sandwiches better. We're going to take two pieces of bread. We're going to go out there and pick us some blueberries. Say, hey, Mr. TV time. What about peanut butter pickle? Have you heard it? It's a good one. It's peanut butter, come on, man. Peanut butter pickles. Nobody, nah, nah. It's one of the good ones, okay? That can't be good. If that was good, my daddy, one day my daddy shot me down. He said, Joey, one day you're going to grow up. You're going to meet a man named Corn Pop. You're going to give peanut butter, peanut butter tickle time. And he's going to smell real good. Listen, I can't understand a word you're saying, Joe. I know you're putting syllables back and forth and putting different words together. I just don't understand it. Syllables. It's syllable time. You get some piece of salami, put a piece of salami on top, you make that into a sandwich. You got a nice scrabble sandwich. It's delicious. It's delicious. I feel like my Trump's a little bit off today, actually. That was a good Trump. It's all right. I take the Trump. Uh, what what other impressions do you do you enjoy doing that you feel like aren't really like being done as much? Do you have any that you've I been do, I mean, trying I, to think of lately? I can do... I think I have a knack for music impressions. Uh, if... If you threw a handful of bands at me, I would be curious if uh, I could. Oh, let's do it. Let you want to do ch- Will of me... Impressions for bands? Ooh, I'm really putting myself on the spot here. But yeah, yeah we'll, I'll do uh, some popular ones. We'll, yeah, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll start see. easy. <clears throat> we'll start easy. Um, uh, Aerosmith? Is that an easy one or is that a hard one? Um, I'll just keep going until you get to it. Let me think of an, a good Aerosmith song. All right. Um, yeah, skip Aerosmith. Okay. Uh, 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 who else would be a fun one to Limp Biscuit? You do Fred Durst? I forget. I haven't I heard mean, Fred Durst yeah, yeah. in a while. It's like I did it. You know, it's like it's I did it all for the nugget. Yeah. And when did my new girl? That kind of like and when did yeah. <laughs> It's like kind of like essence yeah, of like. Yeah. And when Don't it, you want. <laughs> And when Just it, one more try, and yeah. I'll be history. Good night, <laughs> missing me. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. What about um, uh, who else is fun? Uh, I mean, my favorites growing up were like Lincoln Park, Some Forty One. Um, 
Pop Tired of being what you want me to be. Feeling so faithless. I'm nothing. Gentle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was always that whispering back then. They had like a whisper yell. It was like, it was. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It was like, yeah. uh, like you're trying to be quiet, but also really angry at the same time. Right. Yeah. In the end, it doesn't mm-hmm. even matter. I try so hard <laughs> and got so far. In the end, it doesn't even matter. See, that's good. You can sing. Right? Yeah. Are yeah. you trained? Are you trained? A classically trained singer? Uh, not classically, but like uh, you took lessons, just choir and different stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. All right. But so you that, know how to hit a note. Yeah, that's why. Like, I can get in the range of a lot of like bands and stuff like that because yeah. it's more. It's the music halfway meeting the impression. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yep. Totally. Like totally. so. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. I never took a music improv class, but I always kind of wanted to. Cause just it looks They're so super fun. fun. They're super so fun. fun. Yeah, yeah. It's very different from battle rap, though. I'm just yeah. not. I've never done that, and that was definitely my weakest part. Battle of- rap is weird. It's um, you know, the musical improv stuff that I grew up with was Wayne Brady, and of course. and, and Who's Line. Of course, I mean those guys are gods, right? Oh yeah. And did you ever audition for the the like one of the, any of the reboots or anything like that of who? Who's I wasn't on? repped, so I think I I just cold submitted, and never heard back. I yeah. might have seen it on like a Facebook post or something. I did a an improv uh, thing with um with Wayne Brady was in the room, and there's some wow. other people. Yeah, and uh, I like. They, they, it was one of those rare auditions where usually they're like, okay, well, we'll let you know kind of thing. Mm-hmm. They they said, uh, wait outside, me and three other people. Yeah. They're like, wait outside and we'll let you know. Whoa. And uh, they, they, they looked at the other people. They go, okay, you guys can stay. And they looked at me and they go, you're going home right now. I go, oh, thank you. Jeez. <laughs> that's so rude. I'll take it. Oh, man. I will take that yeah, over. Rather than, than waiting knowing. eight hours or a day or two I days. I literally was like, yeah. well, I know I didn't get that. And right. then, you know, I okay. can move on. I can move on. That's actually a good point. I prefer yeah, it. Yeah, that's a good even point. Even though I think that most people, I think a lot of people out here would have been like, just give me another shot. Like, right, like right, what do right. I need to, like, where it becomes awkward? Or like, geez, like, yeah. listen, we're just going in a different direction. It's like, yeah. I was like, sweet. All right. Bye. <laughs> Continue <laughs> on. <laughs> <a minute. laughs> yeah. The Jeremiah theme song plays yeah. as you walk yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> on to the next thing. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Battle rap is really fucking weird. It is. Yeah. Um, I watched, I've, I had seen some battle rap before I got on the show. Yeah. And then I kind of fell in love with watching battle rap. It's just really fun to like watch on, yeah. on there's like, leagues. Oh, no, it's, there's yeah. full leagues and they're really creative. Like, I have a good uh, friend who's a battle rapper. His name's, Oh a, cool. Uh, his name's a ward. Shout out to a Ward. Oh, I know who that is. I've seen yeah. his highlights. Yeah. He's good. Yeah. He's really good. Yeah. He is really good. Yeah. Um, I actually need somebody for a sketch. That's a battle rapper. I wonder if he would be interested. If he's in LA. I know he's, I know I he's can, a big guy. Yeah. Is he, where's he based out of Kansas city? He's in Kansas. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I started watching it, and uh, we ended up having this massive battle on the show this past season. Oh, cool! And it was me, Kosha, who made the show that yeah, you yeah, met yeah. at the thing. Uh, the The showrunner teamed us up against um, Hitman and Conceited. Ooh, yeah. So he the night before the episode, he was like, "Yo." I, we were all at the bar. We, everybody goes to the bar to decompress every day, every night. So it's like 12 a.m. midnight. We're at the bar having some drinks. We have a taping the next afternoon. 
And he goes, hey, I want you two against Conceited and Hitman. And if y'all win, I'm going to give you this much money. And he put money on it. He put money. He put $500 on it for each of us. Wow. And we stayed up until 4 a.m. writing. Yeah, of course. And then we taped the next day. And it was like, dude, the energy of like an actual battle, the way that Charlie Clips came out and he set it up. But the cameras are rolling. And the way Wild and Out shoots, there's no retakes. Yeah. It's straight through. It's, it's, yeah. it's a live taping. So there's no resets let's do it again Uh uh-uh if you you don't deliver the cameras captured it so they're either going to use it and you fucked up or you're cut right so the the way that the battle went everybody knew it was a one take thing uh charlie clips pulled us out and the energy was like crazy Mm -hmm. the room was packed with people and it was just different it was like almost like a fight audience in a way like a boxing audience where everybody was just reacting to punchlines that's what uh the energy was like for roast battle i was i was part yeah, of that, I was, yeah, I was a yeah. Part of that show for years and dude it, it was as close to a rap ba- totally. battle rappers said when they came and did that show they're like this is the closest thing that's not battle rapping yes to what i feel like when i'm, I'm that battling. is the perfect description dude i didn't even think of that's that comedy's rap battle for yeah sure. i haven't been real- to a roast battle yeah. since before covid yeah um but man, I used to go to those and see you guys yeah. doing the wave and yeah, yeah, yeah. all the other characters that are part of that show. That was my favorite fucking show in LA. Yeah, I, I was always really scared to do it because I'm, I'm not yeah. like a roast dude. Comic. I didn't do it. I yeah, I, I you loved, never did. I love doing the antics. You know yeah, the I mean? antics were so fun, and and it was I love watching people deliver roast jokes because when you deliver a really good roast joke, it's like ooh, it my hits God, hard. that's yeah. fucking dope. Um, so it's actually one of my favorite styles to watch. So did how did it end up going? So the battle went great. It was great. It was like in the room. Um, I don't want to ruin it. Well, fuck it. I'll ruin it. In, in the room. Uh, actually, I'm not going to ruin it because it's coming out in late July. So they can watch that. Yeah, episode. that's I'll coming up soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, afterwards, it went great. I nailed all my lines. Kosha might have messed up one or two. I've actually messed up one. It was a little hesitant. But it was that feeling of like, it was like, uh, I remember the first time I performed in front of like 800 people doing, yeah. doing stand-up. And I, I like flubbed a line a little bit and I remember that feeling and I did it again here during the battle and immediately I was like, nah, fuck that. And I like doubled down on my energy and I ended up just coming off like super fucking aggressive. Yeah. But in like a character way because yeah, I'm not an aggressive guy, right. you know, so I'm not an I'm not aggressive guy. guy. <laughs> so I kind of like played up that fucking character of a battle rapper and their punchlines were like a wave of a reaction yeah. coming over. And at the end, the showrunner came up and he asked Charlie who won because um, they called it for the other guys on the actual episode. But Charlie was like, "I, to be completely honest, that's a split decision. And I was like, what? And a couple other people were like, yeah, I don't know. And one person was like, I give it to them. The other guy was like, no, no, I'll give it to them. They definitely took it. Yeah. And it was like split, which I was stoked about. Oh, yeah. These are two Come of on, the juggernauts. greatest battle rappers of all time. And I'm, a, wow. you know, idiot i'm a clown delivering a comic who happens punchlines yeah yeah so it was really fun it was a cool experience yeah it's awesome but battle rapping is uh it's a crazy it's, it's a crazy, crazy world yeah do you still is roast battle still happening in la anywhere uh they they're still doing it yeah yeah cool at yeah. the at the store yeah the wave uh is no longer part of it but uh they still do it weekly mm-hmm. and uh yeah they're still they just started they just announced um like a roast battle league that's like across oh, cool. continents now so wow it's, yeah it's pretty cool is the wave not part of it because y'all got too busy or was it yeah it was time we also like um 
I the way I look at things is um, I like to not overstay. Uh, mm. I like things to be appreciated when I'm a part of something and know when to move on. Cool. I didn't want to be the guys who, because Rose has been going on a long time now, that where it's just like, oh, and those guys in the corner. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yep. Yep. It was a treat when we were on it every week. Totally. Uh, because that, we brought so much like energy and ideas yeah. and stuff to it. But like, I never wanted it to be like where it became like a, oh, yeah, those guys just keep showing up every week. Right, right. Yeah. And now you could probably come back as a special guest and it's even more fun, right? Yeah, no, if, if you ever if, wanted if, to. If we wanted to, I think that it would be special for the three for of us to event. come back. And, yeah. Yeah. Who was it? It was so, you, Jamar, and Willie Hunter. Willie Hunter. Jamar Neighbors right. and Willie yeah. Hunter. Jamar yeah. Neighbors is insane. He's I know. So he just funny. recorded a, a special that I'm really excited that. Oh, uh, cool. That uh, will hopefully be out a little bit later this year. Fuck yeah. yeah. That's cool. Isn't it cool? It's cool seeing friends do cool yeah. shit. Like I have friends that are popping right now. Morgan J. Yeah. Just did this huge commercial thing. Yeah. I was so stoked to see that. My He's buddy awesome. Kyrie a couple years ago did Fallon. Irving? DJ oh, cool. Demers. Nice. Yeah. Kyrie Irving. Nice. Yeah. The yeah. Flat Congrats, Earther. Man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are you a round earther? Uh, yeah, for the most part. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, um, right. But that's okay. We'll cut that out of this part of the episode. Sorry. <laughs> we'll cut it right back in. We'll cut it right back in. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it's really, it's just, it's really fun seeing people that I like do good things. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like absolutely. when you got the Joker, uh, role, that was really cool that to see. That was fun, man. That was that really was cool. cool. You So that was a voiceover for the Joker cartoon. Uh, it's this cartoon called DC Superhero Girls. Mm-hmm. And it's on Cartoon Network and it was... One of the rare auditions I get, a lot of the auditions I get are because somebody's seen me or they know me and they're like, hey, I think you'd be good for this. Come in for this. Yeah. Uh, but this one was a blind audition that my voiceover agent just sent me that um, I literally reread it about 10 times. Cause I was like, this is not for the actual Joker that I know. Do you know what right, I'm talking right, about? I right. kept looking for in the breakdown. I'm like, and then I read it enough times. I'm like, this is for the, this is for the fucking Joker. Yeah. 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 Uh, and, uh, I auditioned and didn't hear anything for a while. And then my agent called me out of the blue and said, Hey, it's down to you and, uh, one other guy. Wow. And, uh, well, we'll let you know kind of thing. I'm like, Oh my goodness. I'm like, this is, this is like, there was a small window of time where I was like, this is a little bit painful. Just me knowing that I even got close. Yeah. 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 But, um, yeah, they, they hit me up and then they're like, Hey, you're recording on this date and it was during the pandemic i recorded uh in my apartment like wow like from like i asked my wife i was like can i kind of take over our bedroom yeah yeah you know what i mean yep. like i'm like i we're doing like to be a, a few hours session. Yeah, yeah yeah and this isn't for this is after you booked the role right this isn't yeah. for the follow-up the uh, callback no, no, there wasn't a callback. It was just a, a straight. Oh, like, so they said it's between you and two other guys, and then you didn't have to do a callback. They no. just ended up choosing from yeah. that. Wow. Yeah. And then you got it. And then I got it. Insane. And then recorded from home. So are you watching the animation trying to match the lips, or are you recording it straight? No. So the way that they do it, which is kind of cool about what they did with my version of the Joker, is so they animate after um, you do uh, the voice for it. Which, oh, wow. Cool. Which is. Pretty standard. I think that our generation uh, thinks that things get animated like that. Yeah. Off based off the movie Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh. There's a scene where Robin Williams is mm-hmm. matching the bird and the cat and the different yes. things. Yeah. I think that our generation. I thought that for years until I started doing more sessions and being involved in the voiceover world. Yeah. I thought that that was the way it was done. So did I. It's not. It's not. It's, it's the opposite. Is so, it? Is it a mix or is it just the opposite? Uh, 
I can't speak for all animation, but what they did is is they take the performance and then they animate the performance. So what's cool, cool about that mm. is I think that the animators were kind to me because I think my Joker has hints of looking like me because <laughs> the nose is way bigger than other Jokers of yeah, yeah. the Joker. Do you know what oh, I mean? Joker it's a cannon? longer sure. nose. I'm like, I think they gave me a little bit yeah, of a head nod. Funny. They looked at my headshot yeah, and were yeah. like, we're going to give this guy a little bit of yeah, something. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool. Well, then that's cool too because if you're doing the performance prior to the animation, you can almost... Well, it's not even an almost. You you're acting even more than you're a voiceover artist. Like you're you're bringing life and movement and like uh, intention into the character. Yeah, the uh, the director who ran the session, he would have me do multiple takes where he would uh, want me to do one like on the lower scale mid, and then he's like, now go crazy on this cool, one. awesome, and. Uh, and a handful of my crazy ones made it into the episode because I remember like doing the session. I'm like, I don't know. That was pretty big. I don't know. Yeah. And then those were some of the takes that they ended up using. That was, wow, that cool. that's so cool. So yeah. is that uh, streaming now? Uh, it's on Cartoon Network, um, probably in their app. It's supposed to go to Netflix eventually. I don't know mm -hmm. when it goes to Netflix. Um, what's, but, the, what's the title again? Um, DC Superhero Girls. And I DC did two Superhero episodes on there. Cool. Um it's called Nightmare in Gotham. It's a two-part um, guest episode that I did where awesome. the Joker takes over Gotham City. God, that's so cool, dude. Yeah. You're a, one of the Jokers now. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That, that's insane. That's actually fucking crazy. It's pretty cool. There's less than 10 Jokers, right? Of all time? No. You know what? Somebody who is a... Because there's the super fans of the DC Universe. Somebody yeah. tagged me in a video of uh, the animated Joker since the 1950s or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty interesting to see they like were very like meticulous and they went through and there's like, there's a decent amount over the years. Um, but there's like, I just have to send you the video. It's like, it's like, it's a bunch of jokers. Like some people are ha like stuck with the role where they kept recasting them, like the Mark Hamels and stuff like that. Right. Right. But, um, yeah, there's a handful of guys who did only a couple episodes here and there, which a lot of people don't know about. It's kind of interesting. Cool, yeah, cool, yeah. right on. Yeah, that's really sweet, dude. Yeah, I'm stoked for you on that. Um, cool. Well, what else are you looking forward to coming up in your life right now? You got cool stuff that you're you're working on. Always, Always. Scissor Bros, Jeremiah Wonders. Uh, I'm really excited about my stand up on the spot series that I've been. Dropping. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that show is rad too. Yeah, uh, you go up and no prepared material as a comedian and you ask the audience for suggestions and then mm -hmm. the audience yells stuff out and then you have to create stand-up on the spot that's and really cool <laughs> i've been doing that show um yeah. since 2010 um around la so it's I've, i finally have been filming them recently and doing it at the comedy store and we're about to release one from uh from new york uh that i went out there and shot with uh mark normand ari shafir Kevin Ryan, H. Foley, and Giannis Papa. So it's wow. Like a really oh, dude, lineup. that's going to be crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be it's going to be a big one, I think. Where's that um, going to come out on? YouTube.com YouTube? slash Jeremiah Watkins, baby. That's the one. That's the one. Go subscribe, bro. Yeah. Tell cool. me, baby, <laughs> what's your story? That's one of my favorites. That's really Kiedis. good. That was yeah. really good, too. Yeah. Where you come from and where you want to stay this time on. <laughs> There's a new band out right now that I think is like the new pop punk they're called the score do you know the mm, score i actually don't know the score so i was watching a michael bay movie recently which was full of explosions and nothing else and yeah. the one of the big like title tracks um i googled the lyrics and i found this band called the score and it just everything about them screams 
uh, like Papa Roach from 15 years ago. Okay. So I think the kids have a new, they have a new uh, angst band. I always to follow. This is like a newer feeling, but I always feel kind of awkward talking about the Joker. But then, like, if I don't do the impression, are people like, "How come he didn't do it?" Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because it's one of those it. things where, like, I like I'll be introduced on state because it's it's probably my favorite thing that I've done yet as yeah. far as like entertainment stuff goes. Just because I grew up on the Batman animated series. Yeah. Oh, cool. So like, uh, Mark Hamill is my favorite Joker. Like wow. of all yeah. the Jokers, like, yeah. even with Heath Ledger so and, and everything. Did you take m- most of the inspiration for this from Mark Hamill? I then? think, in my opinion, as far as like a fan of the franchise, I think that everybody who has done the Joker since Mark Hamill mm-hmm. is at least paying homage to him in some way. Cool. And then finding their own little nuances like amongst it. Yeah. So I felt like mine is definitely it's definitely for sure paying homage to Mark Hamill, but like mine's a little bit more whimsical and in, in, mm-hmm. in parts so like that. So. Oh, that's fun. You do the Joker, I'll do Batman, and this will be this will be how we go out. <laughs> okay, is that cool? Go. Yeah, yeah. Here right. we go. Oh my! So these are the playmates I've been hearing so much about. Joker, what are you doing in my home? Well, well, well. This isn't the good old bats. Good to see you, Batman. Mm, it's dark in here, but it could be darker. Dark. That's the way I like it. <laughs> Oh, you're a crazy little fuck, aren't you? Oh, children's show. Hey, fuck the kids. Wait, what? No, I don't give a shit about the kids. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm, you don't care about kids either, Joker. All of course I do. My girlfriend's Harley Quinn. <laughs> mm. I had your girlfriend last night in the bat cave. I was diving into her cave too. What? It was full of bats. What do you mean? Her pussy is full of bats, Joker. I don't understand this one bit. Yes, you do. I've got to go now, Batman. Mm. No more language from you. Mm. I'm supposed to be the bad guy here. Mm, You're right. Hey, what are you doing this weekend? I don't know. Maybe we could hang out or something. I'm not sure. Yeah, I got an extra ticket to Cirque du Soleil. They're coming to downtown Los Angeles to perform. Will there be clowns there? I certainly hope so. God damn it. <laughs> That's really good, dude. Thanks, he is man. whimsical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a whimsical He's psycho. Kinda, yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. Right on. Jeremiah Watkins, everybody. Where can people find all your stuff? Send I'm at there. Jeremiah Stand Up on social media. If you want to come see me live, jeremiahwatkins.com for tour dates and tickets and all that stuff. And, uh, dude, thanks, brother, for having me on. Appreciate Fuck yeah, it. dude. Yeah. Let's go shoot the Harry Potter thing sometime. I'm down. We'll, we'll write that up. Oh, I'm we'll down. shoot it. All right, yeah. cool. All right, bye, everybody. And that's it. That's the show. That's the episode. I hope you dug it. I hope you liked it. I hope your vibes are higher now than when they were when you started listening. Vibrose.com will also help you raise your vibes. Use code vibrate with a Y at checkout for 30% off. Shop.EarthEchoFoods.com slash Brent's for Cacao Bliss, your new favorite morning routine. And Newtopia.com slash Brent's for nootropics to give your brain a boost. All right? That's it, man. That's the vibe check. Everybody go see Top Gun. Have a good week. Bye-bye.